Hi, I'm James Schillinglaw, and I'm here today with a familiar person for most of you out in the industry for in luxury travel and in cruising, uh, Larry Pimentel, who is now president and CEO of Mark Henry Cruise Holdings Limited. Uh, what is that? Well, it is the owner and operator of what everybody's curious about these days, Four Seasons Yachts. And we're getting a chance here today to talk to Larry about this wonderful new product. And we're going to figure out when it's coming out uh, and what it includes and a whole lot more. And you're going to find out about that on Insider Travel Report. Larry, uh, it's great to see you. You're, you're, you're doing this off camera. We're going to show some shots of you and some shots of the ship. Uh, but I, I know you're you're recovering from some stuff. And uh, so, you know, next time we're going to do this live. We, we, we usually do this live, but we'll do that next time. But we wanted to really get with you to find out what's going on with the Four Seasons Yacht Project. project. And I guess what's the first thing that comes to mind is what attracted you to this project after really a career focused on luxury cruising. How did you get involved? Well, James, first of all, it's delightful for me to be with you. I've uh, spoke to you for decades about various projects. And, You're making us all uh, old there. <laughs> well, you know, that that's the reality too, but sometimes uh, with age comes wisdom. So uh, well, one, I was, one, one, would, one would hope. <laughs> I was the uh, you know lucky guy that uh, this particular group looked at and said, uh, you're the guy. You're the guy we want to lead the project. And you are about to uh, be in a position to create a category of one. Mm -hmm. And this category of one is going to be the most unique vessel. By the way, Larry, we don't want a cruise vessel. We don't want a yacht vessel. We, we're looking for a unique hybrid that we want you and your teams uh, to define. So what got me into this was I was uh, approached by Miami Beach um, uh, Mayor Philip Levine, two-time mayor, who has been uh, a person who owned onboard media. And he said, I'd like you to talk to a guy who owns the largest number of Four Seasons in Florida. He's one of the largest developers. His name is Nadim Ashi. And um, Philip and I had gone down this path, you know, actually quite quite a long time ago. In fact, James, I'll share something with you. In 2009, Philip and I took a trip. I was working for Royal, the Royal Caribbean Group. Right. Talked to my boss, Richard Payne. And I said, Richard, I got a call. It's from Isidore Sharp at Four Seasons. They're interested in looking at the cruise space. And I'd met Isidore and he asked if I might come up and speak to them in Toronto. So as amazing as this may seem, in July of 2009, this conversation started. I remember, so long... I remember that because I knew when you were you were up there, and I remember talking to you about it, and I knew it, it, there was a lot of discussion about that. But yeah, this was a while ago. So this is almost more than a decade, almost 15 years ago. And it speaks to the issue of focus and patience. In any event, the world changed, as we all know. And um, I uh, was approached by these guys to say, please, sit down and talk to us. I met the president of Four Seasons. I met the president of the development, the CEO, board members, you know, all the normal vetting process. And I was lucky there wasn't two candidates. They said, we want you to bring this to market. 
So that got, you know, its origin a couple of years ago, and it's a startup, but it's a startup with an amazing investment group and more significant, a completely stunning brand in hospitality mm-hmm. whose reputation is just unparalleled. No, that, so in art, yeah. So you started, so you went went for it, and this has been a couple of years now, right? Uh, been a few years now, and you know, at first you get into vast definitions, you get everybody aligned, and this is not a licensing agreement, James. So I want to make this clear: Four Seasons will operate the guest experience on the vessel, and they will be running the hotel ops. They will be handling uh, all of the land experiences. will mm-hmm. be run by Four Seasons trained uh, personnel and their management. I'm with a group called Mark Henry Cruise Holdings LTD. We have mm-hmm. a partnership with Four Seasons. It is a partnership relationship. Um, Mark Henry Cruise Holdings is a Malta-based holding company, the owner of the ship, as you appropriately uh, suggested earlier. But Mark Henry runs marine. We run technical. We are responsible for sales. We are responsible for marketing. We are responsible for the reservations process. We're responsible for deployment, uh, yield and revenue management. So we both have a bit of the pie and we collaborate together. Um, and one of the biggest things we're responsible for is my team is responsible for uh, building the ships, right, which right. are being which are being built in Italy. Now, what is the uh, what is the plan? How how many you're building the first one? When is that that's supposed to come out? Uh, great question. The first we uh, contracted for three ships uh, right. to our, to our firm. The third is on option. Um, I believe you will see all of them. We are in late 25, late 26, late 27. By late, it releases out of the yard about November 30th. And on the first ship, we're transiting that ship to Miami, Florida. And so our first revenue voyage will actually be out of Miami. Um, And that's where we will do the naming of the ship and the normal events that you do when you you bring something... um, uh, into service. I think the distinction in this product is not only design, it is about distribution. Uh, it's a way different uh, kind of distribution product uh, than in, in, in it, that is the norm. Yeah, no, and it's talking, about yeah, I want to I want to talk about that because I do want to talk about how it's being distributed and how travel advisors can get involved. And we were talking about it offline before this, but what 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 makes these? Uh, you said the service of Four Seasons yachts. Uh, it is Four Seasons service, but what really makes it Four Seasons? Is is there going to be a reflective in the decor and the everything about it? Uh, what what will make this a Four Seasons yacht? Another good question. Everything will because we followed their standard. For example, uh, when you walk into one of our bathrooms, it's a Four Seasons standard. They have minimum minimum standards that are high in comparison to others. If the bed height is certain high or you know, uh, you know, a, a side chest is a certain height or there needs to be a certain sound quality. Mm. Keep in mind that we created the ship by having a white piece of paper with an objective. 
build the right. world's best. Okay. We took inspiration from the Christina O. Now, many of your listeners might not know the Christina O, but this was the Aristotle ship that Aristotle had was very famous in the 50s and 60s, in particular around Monaco and the Med. He, of course, had uh, married uh, Jacqueline Kennedy, and they had you know world luminaries and titans of industry. So we decided to use Christina O as the inspiration and have Christina O meet James Bond. Okay, that's that's an interesting combination, absolutely. Uh, the other inspiration for the ship was the Surf Club. Now, many people might not know the Surf Club. It's a Four Seasons property that's in Surfside, Florida. One of the most magnificent Four Seasons hotels, some of the highest ADRs in the world, average daily rates. And that was a hotel, James, that you would love. In fact, when you're down there, I have to walk you through it. Okay. That's the, you know, that's the place that Churchill did a lot of his paintings. Mm -hmm. That's a place that was a private club. And during, during Prohibition, those titans who couldn't drink, well, you could drink if you were at your own private home or club. Sure. So they designed a club, which was a social club of the elite of the day. And the Dimashi took that, redid that, and it's become one of the highest rated properties in Conde Nast and travel uh, and leisure. And it's a stunner. It's a bygone era connected with new era uh, elements. And the inspiration for our yacht comes right out of that surf club, old and new, combining them together. It's sexy, it's sleek, and it doesn't say anybody else. When you, I mean, your viewers are, uh, and readers are going to be able to see images of this and they're going to go, wow, yeah. because that's what it is. It's a wow. No, that's, that sounds wonderful. Now, obviously, you got to go somewhere. What, what are kind of itineraries are you developing for uh, Four Seasons Yachts? And where, where will the first ship sail and what, in what regions? Um, you know, listen, we follow the sun. You, what you do is you study the yacht owners. Funny thing about yacht owners, uh, they spend a lot of money. They love privatization and exclusivity. But if you were to go on the web and look for their locators, and you can do that, it'll show where every yacht is at, they congregate together. They're all in the same places. So they love the south of France. They love the Italian Riviera. Places like Capri are going to be uh, jammed. You're going to see uh, that Amalfi Coast look fantastic. Yeah. The Greek, Greek Isles offer endless opportunities in yacht and this is essentially a super mega yacht and that's the reason james that we have revealed our project at the monaco yacht show not once but twice first to say we're going to get in it second time to get people more flavor because that's really who we're talking about and our data which we studied with eny boston consulting group and bain shows that a lot of our clients are going to be yacht owners for very specific uh, you know, reasons. Your question about the first deployment is that we have decided to put that right out of our backyard at a beautiful time of the year. It'll be the holiday voyage um, in 25, leaving uh, Miami. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in the Caribbean there, you know, you, you have a different sort of scenario. You got to look for a lot of yacht moments. What do I mean by that? That's where you put the marina out. In our case, we don't have one but two marinas. We have, James, a transverse marina, meaning across. Okay. The first in the industry. 
If you can imagine a transverse marina, both port and starboard side, so not one but two, it is stunning. And when you see the pictures, it is stunning. It allows for water sports equipment and activity, of which there will be plentiful. It also allows for our, our own uh, teak tenders. And we will have some of the industries first rentable. Well, the transverse marina means two marinas, and that's the most essential, interesting part. I think it will become, for many, a hub of the ship, and it allows us to offer yacht moments. What is a yacht moment? Well, one of the things we studied with yachty people is they just want to put the anchor down, get their marina out, and enjoy the waterways. Mm -hmm. It's a big part of yachting. Uh, you know, the larger the ship gets, of course, it's a different scenario. You want to, you know, be next to a dock. In the case of this, we have dynamic positioning, meaning the ship can hold its position uh, with its uh, technical plant. Uh, but we will be using uh, the yacht marina. We'll have yacht toys of every kind imaginable. It will have its own yacht swimming pool that will also come outside of the ships. People can, you know, swim in the waterway. Okay. It will also have uh, its own magnificent custom-made limos. And I do mean custom-made. These are stunning pieces of equipment, teak, phenomenal, old-world quality, and they're they're rentable. So this is very much like, you know, if you were at a hotel and wanted to rent a limo, that's a possibility. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, even the, the limos itself are pieces of, of art, but there will be a major... Uh, area that will be a mixology bar area there, massive TV for those wonderful world uh, sports and World Cup matches. We expect people uh, to use that a great deal. So on the port side, the transfer will be by tender. On the starboard side, there will be water sports, toys, and programming uh, for the guests to enjoy uh, while they're there. Now, this is a feature that doesn't exist at sea today. It's an engineering feat was done by Think and Thierry engineers. It was not easy to do. Mm -hmm. It cost an enormous amount of money uh, to um, create the solution uh, via the use of, you know, lots of steel to make, because you, obviously, you know, vessels are seagoing. They have to be able to take the movement. Mm -hmm. um, and so when you ask, you know, the overall question is where we're going, we're following the sun. We're following the exact same places. So first ship will be Mediterranean, Eastern, Western, and uh, the uh, Caribbean. And wow. then as we get we get ship two, we get ship three. The plan, James, is not to stop there. We have very bold owners. And I do mean very bold owners. Uh, they're looking for 10 yachts. You'll see us expand this business into other sectors over time. You want to you obviously deal with proof of concept. Right. But what, we, what we've seen so far, and I want to say this because it's stunning to me as a marketing guy, when we introduced September of last year in Monte Carlo, this announcement, it is phenomenal. We had over 2.2 billion unique views. Wow. That's B. We have 95 staterooms, my friend. <laughs> so when we saw that, we said, this is fantastic. And I said, guys, it's fantastic, but we clearly do not have enough inventory. <laughs> we have to figure out how to go to market and manage how we go to market rather than disappoint people. 
So we've come up with a process for that. Okay. Well, you you sort of sliding into something that we were started to talk about is how how are you going to distribute? How are you going to sell uh, Four Seasons Yacht, and and how can travel advisors uh, be involved? We distribute mindfully. We distribute through studying. We distribute it through not being emotional, but saying what's pragmatic. Keep in mind, our first objective was to support the uh, loyal preferred clients of Four Seasons. And boy, do they have a loyal group. Right. You know, they have people who are going from, we know which people went to the suites, the villas who have their residences. I mean, we know the exact data. So it's laser focused. And what we did is the following. First invite went out to Four Seasons guests in various tranches. We said, we've got a new uh, project. You know, if you're interested, let us know. You have to opt in. We want to be very sensitive about privacy rules, et cetera. They opted in in large numbers. And what's going to happen roughly next week is when they've opted in, we give them priority access to an option. Now, what does priority access mean? It's kind of like going to the airline. If you and you're such a flyer, you're flying all over the world. I would imagine they call you first because you have so many points on certain airlines. It's identically the same thing. So the priority access option goes to the Four Seasons guests. They can go to any agent they want. In fact, I want to repeat again, we recommend trusted travel advisors because we are not selling air. We are selling right. a yacht experience. In this case, when they get that option and it opens up, that guest can uh, take the option and they can convert it by putting out a deposit. It's a $10,000 deposit. This is very rare in our industry. On the other hand, our starting price point for a couple is going to start around $35,000. Okay. So if they can't put up 10, then 30, then that's a problem. We know in the data to the kind of clientele we're dealing with, a lot of high-end clientele, ultra high-end clientele, they get what they want. Keep in mind, we're dealing with jet owners. Keep in mind, we're dealing with yacht owners. Keep in mind, we're dealing with people who have two, three, four homes. Keep in mind, we're dealing with a client who has been very, very successful in their life or their family has, and they are a client who looks for unique experiences. Mm -hmm. And now, for the first time, Four Seasons is going to be able to transit the world over the 120 countries they have by having a Four Seasons unique product at sea that delivers their quality, their style, their culinary. And frankly, one of the things for me as a seasoned executive, I have learned so much from Four Seasons. Okay. I have learned so much when, you know, James, when you live in an industry, you think of it in one way. If you, if you worked at, one of the big guys, and I did, I worked at Royal Caribbean Group, thankfully, loved working there, worked at Carnival. Boy, did I learn Carnival Corp. Boy, did I learn a lot of Carnival Corp. And as you know, I did a startup with, with the Sea Dream. Right. So I've had these large, small, uh, Queen Mary too, massive project, but at the other end. And one of the things I've learned is that as a cruise executive, you begin to think this is the way you do it yeah. in the luxury end. The data didn't support that, for example. It said, don't pay attention to what the cruise industry does or doesn't do. Pay attention to what the client wants. 
Right. So we studied the insights of the client. So again, going through that booking stream, invitation goes out, they get into a priority access option, they convert that and that gives them the right. In January, all the deployments are put online. Okay. And it gives them the right and we've set up a different call center. I want to talk about this because I believe you will find it fascinating. Okay. We've taken a chapter out of the financial industry. We've studied, you know, what does E-Trade do? What does Schwab do? Uh, what does JP Morgan do with the with the wealth groups? Well, they have a special department that deals with managing the guest relationship and they're experts in the guest. So in our case, we've created a department that has yacht concierge specialists mm -hmm. and their backgrounds are fascinating. They're not necessarily cruise. In fact, a cruise background wasn't necessarily an advantage. Some of them may, one of the gals came from ENY. Right. And they have really impressive backgrounds. We're training them on our product. We're training them on our ship. On our destination, we're training them through the Luxury Institute on the notion of ultra and high ultra, high ultra network clients. They're getting a lot of background training. They serve as that advisor, just like you would have a financial advisor, except this case, they're an advisor who's a specialist on return on life. Okay. And so in their case, um, we set up all of these people who've come into the funnel. We're going to have more people in the funnel than we need. I need 11 bookings a day to be successful, James. 11. 11. That's amazing. Okay. It's not a big number. That's why not open it up. So I had a friend the other day say, well, what about the rest of us? How, how can we get in on this? Not complicated. Go to www.fourseasonsyachts.com at waitlist. We have thousands of people waitlisted. Wow. I've never seen anything like it. Thousands. So if you've got a client and that means real, you can go on and get waitlisted. Eventually that that group, they work the waitlist and we work every call by an appointment, an agenda. Mm -hmm. So it's calendarized. I'm not sensitive. The client wants to speak 15 minutes or two hours. It's not relevant to us. This is about serving clients the Four Seasons way. It's about client focus, clear and center. And, but you know, if you take, if you go on wait list and you get a call and you don't have uh, any cash that they want to put against it, you're going to be dropped. We'll go to the next person. And we need to do this, not because we're ornery anti-agent, right? but because we have 85 staterooms on roughly a 33 to 34,000 gross ton vessel. Now, if you do the math, and I know you've done this, and you look at space ratio, yeah, nobody is even close, sure. even close. We have spent, James, $4.3 million per stateroom. Wow. The cruise industry averages in the 800,000s. That is amazing. You, you, are talk, you are talking, my friend, about a completely different animal, a completely different product. In fact, our largest stateroom, I want you to listen to this carefully, it's called a funnel stateroom. It's four decks in the funnel, which we don't need, all glass to the sea. 
It's 441 square meters inside, 457 meters outside. It is just under 10,000 square feet. There is no space. Let me repeat, no space on any ship, whether yacht, whether cruise, that has this much space. That's it amazing. is in a category of one, and you're correct. Measing is the right word. Yeah, well, I was, I was. my next question to you was, uh, you're already doing it. You're, how do you differentiate Four Seasons Yachts? There's obviously, and you're aware of it, uh, in, in just the last year, there's been a lot uh, of folks coming in and people saying they're going to come in. Uh, also, hotel chains. Obviously, we have one major luxury hotel chain that's already in the water with plans for more. Uh, we have, uh, you know, things like Explorer Journeys coming out. We have Silver Sea building like crazy. We have the return of Crystal. Uh, and then we have some threats by other groups to come in uh, to also other hotel chains to get in the, into the space. How do you how do you get through and get the and communicate your real differences, just like we're talking about here? Oh, actually, I think it's pretty simple. It's called Four Seasons. Uh, okay. You don't you're not you're not starting with a name nobody knows. Right. You're not starting with a um, executive group nobody knows. Uh, you're starting with a brand essence who is well established as being the quality leader. Uh, not for a few moments. This was all created under the direction of the first uh, guy who created all of this for Four Seasons, Isidore Sharp, right. who is an amazing human being. And, you know, his philosophies uh, carry through our product. So you've got size is a difference. We've got the largest space at sea to affluent people. Size is an issue. We have Four Seasons Tell me which yacht in the world has Four Seasons chefs. They have, you know, 20, 25 Michelin chefs. We're going to rotate these people. Tell wow. me how many ships have that sort of thing. Can't right. count one. If yeah. I look at the quality and I talk about how much is spent per stateroom, I guarantee you the day that you walk in and see it, you're going to say to me, Larry, I've never seen anything like this. Mm -hmm. We have a transverse marina that nobody has. The aft end of the vessel, again, inspiration, Christina O, oh, is a 20-meter deck swimming pool mm. that is the largest uh, at sea based on a vessel of this size. In addition to all of this, we have more connectivity than anybody. We have one deck that's a villa, James, a villa. You can take the entire deck as one booking. And it's interconnected, and we didn't interconnect a door. No, we have the most clever scenario where the wall actually moves, opens up, and if you want a two-bedroom, we can get it. You say, listen, I got friends, got family. I'd like an eight-bedroom. We got you covered. <laughs> you you cannot find this elsewhere. No. And, and, and frankly, to be candid, um, because I, I think it's amazing. 12 of the guest staff accommodations, 12, have guest staff accommodations contained within the purchaser's stateroom. What does that mean? Well, we have place for security guards, their own. We have place for their own nannies. We have place for their own administrative assistants. Mm -hmm. We have place for their own caregivers. If they want to bring their chef, God bless them. The point I'm making to you is the differential list is so long that it is not difficult 
And yet for me, I'm going to tell you, you're going to say, what's the, the best part of the ship? I'm going to tell you it's, it's going to be our people at Four Seasons. Sure. I'm, I'm going to tell you my 30 years experience tells me again and again that no matter what magic we thought we did on, on the land, it is all about how you treat that guest on board, great crews, uh, create great results, and the hiring process here will be very difficult to get in. But we're going to be guided by Four Seasons hiring practices. And thankfully, we found within their workforce hundreds of employees who've been on ships wow. who now work on land. Yeah. Now, that's amazing. By this way, going back to one thought, thought process about the, the demand and how to navigate it, keep in mind this notion of unique by invitation is rather rare in travel. But if you go out to the Augusta National Golf Course, or you go out to Cypress Point in California, or you go out to private clubs like the Jonathan or the Algonquin, these are private clubs, you pay precious amounts. The Augusta National Golf Course is a quarter million dollars to get on the wait list. Mm -hmm. I have a small yacht club here on our beautiful little island in Key Biscayne. Yeah, you, you, you put your name in the hat, you put your money in the hat. So we're taking a chapter out of luxury sectors, not so much out of what the cruise industry does. This is not a product about discounts. This is a product about what counts. Right, right. No, it's amazing. Now, it all sounds amazing, Larry, and I can't wait to see as as the, the ship comes to, to, to become reality and by, certainly by 25. And it sounds like really this is the, 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 the highest state of, in fact, I think you were telling me that we don't really look at this as a cruise, which seems to be a trend these days. Nobody wants to call it a cruise. It's an experience, right? Yeah, listen, there's nothing wrong with cruising. I've worked for some of the greatest cruise companies in the world. They offer amazing products. I'm not here to put down anybody in cruises. We just have a differentiated niche. Right. Uh, I think there are some products out there that you and I both go on. They perform very well, whether they're in the Carnival Group, the NCL Group, whether uh, you know they're 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 in uh, you know the Royal Caribbean Group or small players. Yeah. And you and I are witnessing something. We are witnessing a renaissance of quality small cruise operators. Right. Without yeah. a doubt. I take my hats off to those people. I, I, I'm not, you know, somebody says to me, is it better? It's a matter of perspective. What are you looking for? We're not for everybody. Every product's not for everybody. And thankfully in our industry, there simply is something for everybody. No, absolutely. And that's, that's the beauty of it, I guess. Now, anything else? Uh, we go out to about 126,000 travel advisors in the market, and they're all really curious about Four Seasons Yachts. You've said a lot here. Anything else you want to tell them be, before we close this out for now? Because I'm sure you and I will be interviewing some more over the next year or so about this wonderful uh, new Four Seasons Yachts. Yes, if this is a place you want to play, get yourself do three things. Get educated, get educated, get educated. As you know, James, I've spent a lot of my life trying to train agents in the area of luxury and sales marketing. I've done it as the former chairman of ICTA. Uh, I was on the ASTA Education Board. I love education. What I've learned is, is that things are learnable. This is not something that, you know, bumps into you accidentally. If you want to learn about this, there are endless courses through endless organizations Mm -hmm. And I say, educate yourself. 
But it's like anything. You have to present a client at this end with the product. That's why I believe this needs a qualified agent who can articulate the product and educate yourself on the actual ship itself. Understand that even on you know, our average deployments are seven days. Uniquely, we'll be going to 137 unique uh, destinations in 33 countries with the first deployment. My goodness, that's all over the place. And we have elected to select Fincantieri, the largest shipbuilder in the world, number one, and number two, the second largest yacht builder. So we've selected a company that has expertise in both spaces. I think wow. what we have is unique. Uh, I don't want to come across as not having humility about it. I think I'm a lucky guy. We're lucky people for being in it. I do think we're created a, a, a you know a great, unique, and differentiated product. But I I'm really uh, I've learned from agents. There's a lot of great product out there, and there are eight uh, other great cruise lines who do things. Many who will be in places we aren't. Well, Larry, I want to tell you, it's great to catch up with you and find out about what's going on with Four Seasons Yachts. Again, uh, there's a lot of folks out there that have been really curious about it. We've seen some news come out uh, in bits and pieces, and it's great to, I mean, you and I, years ago, you and I did the big interview before you uh, put together the Queen Mary 2 uh, for Kennard, and that was always another another seminal event that I think a lot of people wanted to know, and it still is one of the, the only transatlantic uh, uh, cruise ships. So great to hear you're in this project, and and great to hear all the, the incredible things to come. Uh, again, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. James, it was a pleasure. I can tell you I've spoke to very few people, and you're one that I will always speak to because you're very good about really providing the industry with a lot of uh, information and data that will help people get updated. And I'm appreciative of your time and your journalism over the many decades. I appreciate you a lot. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, again, I'm James Schellinglaw, and this is Insider Travel Report.